ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. Did you know that compact fluorescent light bulbs use 60% less energy than regular light bulbs? And that each one saves about 300 pounds of carbon dioxide a year? If all Americans switched to CFLs, we would save more than 90 billion pounds of carbon dioxide. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Muni Radio in San Francisco. People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat. The Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. That's right. It's 8 o'clock. It's Friday night. We're here at MutinyRadio.fm. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on MutinyRadio.fm. Yay! Yay! And then yay! 
Uh, tonight's special theme on Pamtastics is Hell Hat. And you might not know what that means, but I have a hat with horns on it, which means that this hat is evil as fuck. And it has all kinds of amazing things in it that people have put in the audience and other people. Put them in. Put them in. If you're in the audience and you haven't put something in the hat yet, you write things down and you put them in the hat and then comedians pull them out of the hat and they must seamlessly work them into the sets that they're doing. Oh my goodness, it's crazy times. Before we get to me pulling out of this motherfucking hell hat, we're going to sing the song, if you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse Comedy Clubhouse Comedy Clubhouse Together we will bring our jokes up high High, high, high That that grape OG is killing me, you know M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! Well, today is the hell hat. So I have the hell hat in front of me, so I'm just going to pull right out of it and see what happens. Your most painful childhood memory. Oh, boy. Shall we laugh at my pain? I think we shall. Uh, in third grade, I was, a, I was a rotund young girl. I was not as felt as you might see before you right now. Nay, I was, I was what they call chunky or... Uh, big boned as a child. Same bones I have right now, but as a child I was big boned because I liked to eat food. Uh, not, and not the kind that came, my parents didn't let me eat fast food. Like it was like, I ate too much kale. You know what I mean? Like in the eighties I was eating kale. I know. And so uh, my most painful childhood memory came from when I was doing, I don't know if you guys remember this in the 80s, uh, the presidents made you do presidential fitness. Do you remember this? And they'd make you run through this battery of tests to see how fit you were as a child. And I was really good at some of them, like the one where you had to, to, to stretch. You sat on the ground and you put your feet against a thing and you had to stretch forward over your toes. I can still touch my toes as an adult and I'm 41. So that's a big deal, right? Yeah, good thing. It was nice, impressive, not so much to my peers at the time, because I had to do the pull-up thing, and it wasn't, you couldn't have your hands facing you, you had to have your hands facing away from you, and uh, Mr. Schaefer lifted you up to this bar that was above where you could have normally been, you had to hold on, and I had like a second and a half, and every time I'd fall down, they'd laugh at me, ha ha ha, little fatty Pammy, can't hold herself up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so at the end of the day, I was very upset about being very flexible, but not having any upper body strength, and I went into the place where we changed our clothes as young Christian girls, and uh, all the girls were like, fatty Pammy, can't do anything, blah, 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 and I was like, I hate all of you. So I, I left the room and I ran out of the back and behind the place where we all changed our clothes were a pile of bricks. And so I picked one up and I threw it through the window. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. And it, it hit a bunch of chairs and it hurt a girl named Kathy Wofford, who's actually one of the only nice girls who never made fun of me. Um, so I went back in the room and everybody's freaking out. And the teacher finally came in and said, what happened? What happened? And everybody covered for me. 
because I was a sad little child that was bullied and nobody was willing to fess up to calling me a fatty fatty two by four. Can't make her way through the kitchen door. You know what, fatty fatty two by four picked up a brick and threw it through the kitchen door and fuck you bitches, amen. That's my most painful childhood experience. When all 14 girls in my third grade class called me fat over and over and over. And that's when you throw a brick through a window and never, no one ever fucks with you again. We're just gonna, we'll just pull another one out of the hat. Uh, this is Sing a joke like Frank Sinatra. All right. M- Mutiny Radio is a place where you should go. <laughs> Fuck New York. People really do comedy in San Francisco. You learn here, and then you find out there's somewhere else you should go. Fuck San Francisco for comedy. I mean, you got to go to L.A., am I right, if you want to be famous? One more before we get this shit started. Talk about how awesome Clay Newman is. I mean, I can't even imagine. This, I could go on for 20 minutes. You guys are going to have to stop me at this point. I mean, first, let's talk about spoiler alert with Clay and Tony. You can still listen to those. Go on to mutinyradio.fm. You can look in the old podcast, and you can find spoiler alert, Clay and Tony. You know what those 80s movies they were talking about are still 80s movies, (laughs) and they still exist. You can still talk about them. It's no problem. Have you seen him on that Toyota commercial? Oh, my God. Clay Newman is a boss. Boss, a boss. You know, I loved it because he had the he had the pom pom cheerleader outfits out and everything, and he really I felt like he was really giving it his all. He is so awesome. God damn it, that Clay Newman. Wow. He and and he can do so many different things. He can be chubby, or he can be funny. It's so great. He can be chubby and funny at the same time. He also has, he has a great afro. He can be as funny as his afro. It is so amazing and he is so incredible. I love Clay Newman like crazy. Right now we're here at the Hell Hat. I I was just pulling things out of this motherfucking hat and your first comedian of the night is gonna do the same thing for you. I'm excited to see what she's gonna do. Look at that, I just rhymed (laughs) like a champion. Put your hands together for the... Put your hands together for the first comedian of tonight. It's Journey Roberts! All right, you fucking sadists. Talk talk like a duck. Bugs Bunny. Uh, Hey, I just flew in from... Never mind. Fuck that. Uh, use props. All right. Um. <laughs> use pro- how many? How many of these can I actually run through? Burn through all this bullshit. Uh, dripping hippos. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Far out, man. Uh, I used to watch. Was that Fantasia? <laughs> 
where it had the fucking dance of the opera hippo that was the end of Fantasia used to scare the shit out of me but the hippo was badass uh, I feel like all the people and I know all the people who fucking made Warner Brothers cartoons were on acid or something but surely the people who made Fantasia had a couple hits of something before I think I feel like that's <laughs> they got the color right they're purple right I don't know <laughs> Farrah Fawcett. I'm like, I mean, I just discovered like, all right, I missed, I'm a, this is embarrassing for me. Are you guys ready? I missed the Goonies. Oh, no, what? I know, I know, I know. That's my generation. I am supposed to know who the fucking Goonies are. I was like, like five minutes too young for the fucking Goonies. And Farrah Fawcett, I know, had the, the Becky hair. Is that what that, <laughs> Farrah Fawcett, I know, had the blonde people, the fucking wavy Becky hair. Is that, am I on it? Is that who fucking Farrah Fawcett is? And she, I don't know, I think she rollerbladed <laughs> with, the, with the Becky hair. And that's it. That's all I, I don't know who fucking, <laughs> fuck, Ronald Reagan in an indie porno. Okay. Uh, again, literally wrong for Ronald Reagan. I feel like there would have to be like a Ouija board. Like it would surely be like him and the Lady Reagan doing the Ouija board shit, right? An indie porn, I don't even know what an indie porn, is that like amateur? Right, like the Reagans in amateur porn, which I'm sure would just be really fucking uptight. Like there's nothing there, there's no like fun, maybe not though, maybe it is the quiet ones. Maybe we would get some dirty fucking Nazi BDSM out of the Reagans. I am not completely sure. It would either be that or like mission position for 15 minutes. Like that's, that's all. I don't know what the fucking Reagans would be like in bed. It's one of those though. Uh, just blasting through. Some people like, uh, never mind. Uh, the audience is your offspring. All right, kids. I'm not mad. I'm really not. I'm just, I'm so glad you're safe. <laughs> I'm so, you know, that is the most important thing. Uh, one day when you have kids of your own, though, you're going to know how I felt tonight. <laughs> and I just hope that your kids don't make you feel as bad. <laughs> Fuck it, go to bed. Uh, more? <laughs> More, how would you improve weed? Uh, I'd make it slightly less coffee. Uh, the reason I don't smoke weed is, again, I was like five minutes too young. I didn't really learn. And when people offer me weed in public, I'm like, no, I'm on a sidewalk. I don't want to stand here and cough for seven minutes. And then have to like guzzle my beer in order to not cough for another three minutes, which would make me drunk and high. Is there less coffee weed? I don't know. I should learn, I should carry a bong around. I'm not sure, how would I improve weed? Oh, yes, I would make weed not transmissible because I get contact highs walking around this <laughs> stupid fucking fuck you city. Like you're not, like chemical warfare, we outlawed that shit. But people still think it's fine to get me stoned while I'm trying to run errands, which is ridiculous. It's, it's the same shit when you pass a woman with too much cologne on and you're like Geneva Convention lady. Like, fucking get on that shit. You suck. Uh, same with weed, guys. Like, at least blow up. That's all I'm saying. Like, uh, that's all you have to do is blow for the leaves and then you don't get little fucking suburban girls stoned while they're... Uh, the Da 
Vinci Code? Oh my God. <laughs> all right, all right, I have actually long minutes on this shit. Uh, so, uh, not because I'm a conspiracy theorist person, which I am. Um, <laughs> I am, that's not even the thing. Uh, my uh, dad's girlfriend's an author, uh, and she wrote a whole fictional biography about Mary Magdalene, which no one will ever hear of because that's not how publishing works. <laughs> it is the most heartbreaking shit you've ever read in your life. If you want to cry and fall in love, that's the book, uh, The Life of Mary Magdalene. Kai Longfellow is the lady, uh, free publishing, she'll, advertising, she'll love that shit. Here's, here's the other piece of that, though. Uh, I had the worst experience of my life when we went and saw the Tom Hanks Da Vinci Code. Uh, my, my, I don't know if you remember the car crash scene in the Da Vinci Code. Did anyone actually watch that shit? <laughs> it's maybe the most... <laughs> It may be the most accurate car crash in any movie in history because it comes out of fucking literally nowhere. You feel like you've just been sideswiped. And I'm sitting in the theater with three of my friends, and guys, here's some horrible shit. Um, our best friend, the reason we're there is we're there to cheer ourselves up because our best friend just died and killed people in a drunk driving wreck. <laughs> is that the worst shit you have? So we're all there like, <laughs> in the middle of this fucking movie like we're there to distract ourselves from death and pain and horror and they Hollywood fucks everything up but they got that scene so perfectly correct like the one time Hollywood had to actually nail an experience and it fucked all our days up. It was the worst thing. Uh, luckily, I had snuck a bottle of vodka into the place, because I'm not quite that suburban a girl. But um, <laughs> So we cracked that shit open. What else have we got here? Propose to the audience. Darling, I adore you. <laughs> Let us not speak of this again. I, I love you so much, your wavy hair and your, the way you walk around. Please let us run away. We will live for pennies in Uruguay. I will support you. We will, we will sleep on the bed. I adore you, darling. Fine, fuck you all. Uh, I live my life in my own way. Uh, no one's gonna have any topics left. Can I keep burning? I, seriously, I'll let, no, no light. Uh, act like a Republican and let's make America great again. America. There's been a lot of talk about peace and about balancing the deficit, and I want to assure you all that none of that will happen. <laughs> there are yacht cities for all of you. If you vote for me, not now, you gotta keep working that shitty job you're working. But if you vote for me in time, we can all get yacht cities. <laughs> Are you with me? Yacht cities, yacht cities, yacht cities, yacht cities. That is why my platform is based on one, arms deals. <laughs> Two, fuck your grandmother. <laughs> that bitch has been snorting her arthritis meds for too long. For too fucking long. Fuck that bitch out in the street where she belongs because you deserve a yacht city. Yacht city. Yeah. Yacht City, Yacht City. My third point plan. My own point two, I don't remember. One's so good at the Matthew Math. Vote for me, Yacht Cities. I do way too much shitting on Republicans. Uh, 
I don't know. I feel like the Eisenhower Republicans are like long gone. Like I like that. That was a cool guy, right? That was an okay guy. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm gonna lecture for a minute. Uh, you know the Romney healthcare? It was actually fucking Nixon healthcare. <laughs> As in Richard Milhouse, not the Simpsons character. Nixon, that guy, that guy started what became Obamacare. That fucking guy. Because Republicans don't like history. Because if they knew shit about history, they'd have to act right. So they just don't. They would rather write. If you knew better, you'd have to act better, which is why we would all prefer to know nothing. Like, don't, don't bother me with your... It's not even facts. I don't. I just love. <laughs> everyone's like. Uh, everyone likes to complain about the sheeple until the sheeple start complaining about like vaccinations, and global warming. And then it's like, listen to the experts. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying it's. But I'm gonna get the fuck. Thank you guys. Journey Roberts, telling us the truth from the hat. I also feel similarly about this. If I ever, I'm 41, so I'm not going to decide to have children because I don't uh, believe in bringing more retards into the world. But if I did, I wouldn't vaccinate them because I would raise them in a small hut uh, in Santa Cruz. And that's what we would do. Uh, That's why I shouldn't have children. Your next comedian is an incredibly funny man and an improv genius. He comes to us originally by way of uh, New York, but he's been with us for a while. He's going to have a law degree, which makes me nervous and also makes me feel better because I feel like he'll help me in the future when I'm in jail. Put your hands together for Sid Singh! Absolutely will not help you uh, because I hope to drop out someday. Uh, that's my dream now is to just have a worse dream than someone else. Uh, uh, what I really want to talk about is Eleanor Roosevelt. Okay? Can we talk about Eleanor Roosevelt? You ever notice white Eleanor Roosevelt and black Eleanor Roosevelt are different? No, that's not where I'm going to go. Do you think Eleanor Roosevelt, if we brought her back to life, would just fucking hate Hillary Clinton for stealing her act? Like, I wanted to be the first woman president. This lady's going to be... That's fucking bullshit, all right? Oh, she might be a lesbian? I was a lesbian. Fuck her. She's doing me worse than I can do me. This is bullshit. She is my Gallagher, too. Like, I feel like... And I'm all out of watermelon. She's very mean. She's a very mean zombie in this... I'd vote for her. Uh, But I also... Guys, let's be honest here. The most expensive high school moment or oh, I got so many of them uh, uh, I, I think I think it was most embarrassing high school moment I have a lot of those uh, I don't have really a lot of expensive I the, I spent a lot of time at 7-Eleven in high school not because I'm Indian just because Slurpees are cheap like that was the way uh, I went okay so I grew up in Eastside San Jose which if you guys don't know it's like super gang infested uh, but like weirdly like with a lot of like Vietnamese gangs you know so it's like this weird thing where like a lot of people get murdered there, but people are too racist to give them any credit for it, like, you know? <laughs> and like they bring that on themselves too because they call themselves the Crips and the Bloods, the two rival gangs there. And I just want to tell them like, no, you're not. Like, no, like you, like you can't go hang out with any other Crips or Bloods. Like you understand? Like there's no like giant meeting of the Bloods and all of a sudden like their Vietnamese division shows up. Like there's not. <laughs> Like, if you blood, throw it up. Now some time for a fall. Like, that doesn't happen. That's not, that's not a moment. All right. So anyway, I, 
uh, I went. So I wasn't allowed to go to the high school that was uh, my local high school because my parents were like terrified that I would get uh, held up at like knife point, which is fair because the kids who did go often got held up at knife point. Uh, especially because uh, real quick. So uh, 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 what happened was. <laughs> Uh, this the, but my neighborhood high school was gonna be this weird like fancy magnet school that was going to give everyone a laptop, you know, and that would like take learning to the 21st century, right? Like everything would be amazing. And within two weeks, so many kids got held up at knife point for their laptop. <laughs> That they were like, hey, what if we went back to the 19th century learning uh, when we can murder children? All right. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, as a result, I had to, like, study for this, uh, like, really fancy, like, Catholic school exam. So I got shipped off to Archbishop Mitty, uh, uh, which I don't know if you guys know, it's like a uh, semi-fancy Catholic school in Cupertino, uh, which, by the way, has just as much drug dealing as my old school. It's just the difference was the kids dealing drugs were the children of the teachers. That was the difference. Like, the main guy selling weed was also, like, the vice principal's son. So uh, it was somewhat approved uh my most embarrassing so they were so wealthy at this catholic school that they had a pool you know which i feel like is like the height of luxury and the, the reason why is because i didn't know how to swim at the time and like i still really don't but at the time i definitely didn't know how to swim and they had like swim class or like swim pe or like at one point in pe we had to like swim and i just couldn't and they had to like give me floaties and then they had to <laughs> Give me a kickboard when the floaties weren't enough <laughs> to keep me from drowning in high school. <laughs> so that was both my most expensive and my most embarrassing uh, high school moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I really wanted to talk about were uh, the Jews did 9-11. No. Uh, <laughs> who wrote that? Me. All right. Uh, knock, knock joke. Oh, man. Guys, knock, knock. The Jews. The Jews they did 9-11, you guys. Calm down, all right? Huh? No, too sad? I had nothing. I had nothing for that. And I was like, I just said something awful. What if I turned it into joke format? It's weird that knock-knock jokes lasted for as long as they did, right? It's weird that, like, we still have books with new knock-knock jokes. Like, it's weird that, like, we're all stupidly trying to do comedy at like a pure level when really if we just invested in writing knock knock jokes we could own the like third grade book level you know what i mean like if you want to get like on a scholastic book reading list go on oh yeah well knock knock the i got nothing guys i i just i go to racism straight i'm very comfortable with it all right. But what I really wanted to, the most, do I only have most embarrassing experiences? Uh, the most embarrassing public transport experience. Okay, I actually have a, I, I have a bit about this that worked really well. So I, I was on the New York subway and uh, uh, I just, oh God, this makes it the most embarrassing. I had just killed it on a podcast. Which is the saddest way to feel good about yourself. <laughs> we can agree. It's to be like, I was really funny on this thing that 12 people listened to. So I really killed it. But I had really killed it, you know. So I was sitting uh, uh, on the subway going to like a mic or a show or something. And this like beautiful woman uh, happened to sit next to me. 
And I was like, you know what? I never have the confidence to hit on a woman this beautiful. But, I mean, I'm the podcast kick. You know what I'm saying? I got to give it a shot. I need to change my destiny and ask her out. So I walked over to her, and I was like, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm Sid. And I gave her my hand. And she, like, smiled, and I was like, oh, my God, this is working. And she goes, hey, Sid, it's nice to meet you. Uh, My name is. And then she proceeded to say a name that can be best described as uh, all the vowels. You know? (laughs) And uh, I tried to pronounce it, and I got it wrong. And I tried to pronounce it again, and I got it wrong again. And then I tried to pronounce this is true 11 more times in front of her. And I went 0 for 13. And you could just see on her face this look of like, why did I agree to talk to him? And I'm like, please, just one more time. Let me just try one more time. So your name is Moopin? And she goes, yeah, my name is Moopin. (laughs) And I go, awesome. So you want to get a drink sometime? (laughs) And she was like, I don't drink. And I was like, awesome. So you want to get some coffee sometime? And she goes, I have a boyfriend. And I went, awesome. So do the three of us want to hang out sometime? And she looked, this is true, she looked me in the eye and she goes, no one's name is Moopin. And I went, someone's name is Moopin, and then I left the train. That's not true. That's the part, that's the joking part. In reality, what I said was, someone's name is Moopin, and then I tried to get off, but my stop hadn't come yet. (laughs) So it was more like, someone's name is Moopin. Man, the C train, right? (laughs) And that is my most embarrassing train experience. Yeah. Oh, I have more. How much time do I have left? (laughs) Two minutes. Perfect. Take your shirt off. Because it turns out, if someone accuses you of sexism 
and you accuse them of racism, uh, it's a tie. <laughs> and it's all It, no, 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 it works now because it was turned off. We have things that... That was Sid Singh. He's amazing. Yay! Yay! All right, here we are at the Hellhat at MutinyRadio.fm, and our next comedian is... Uh, he is an improv genius. Also, he's also very funny with his own jokes. Let's see what happens. Put your hands together for Sean McKenzie! I can't tell you how excited I am that Sid already pulled the naked and Pam already pulled the singing. I feel so much more confident now. Uh, woke bisons. Now listen, my brother and sister bisons. The man's trying to lie to you, tell you that hamburgers are only of cows. They're eating us too. Those motherfuckers are taking our bodies, grinding us up to a certain fat to whatever else is in animal meat content, and selling us at a premium rate to San Franciscans. Uh, so let's get, get woke, fellow bisons. <laughs> Hold your pinky near your crotch and pretend it's a tiny weenie. Got to do it right. Sorry for the vulgarity, but it's a... Uh... Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just hanging out. Is there... Why you keep looking... Oh, you noticed my tiny weenie? Yeah. Society told me I should be ashamed of my tiny weenie. Should certainly never let anybody see it flaccid. Well, I, I, this is what I say to you, society. I love my tiny weenie. I'm proud of my tiny weenie. In fact, you know what? Go to hell with your boring, big, hard cocks and all the pornographies. I don't want your bullshit, all right? I'm proud of my tiny weenie. So go fuck yourselves. You know... Phone sex with your mom and dad. Uh, hey, Mom and Dad. Yeah, I, I really miss you, too. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 do, what have you guys been up to? Oh, you got back together? That's chill. Uh, you know, me, I've just been hanging out. I don't know. I've been feeling real lonely lately, you know? I just, uh, I don't know. Mom and Dad, do you remember when I was little? And uh, I walked in on you having sex that one time. I still think about it. <laughs> I want you to know that when I let out that gasp and slammed the door shut, it wasn't because I didn't think you guys were sexy. You guys were sexy. <laughs> it's just that mom and dad, I was, I was scared and I wasn't ready. But I think I'm ready now, Mom and Dad. <laughs> so let me ask you something. What are you guys wearing? <laughs> oh, 
that was very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> uh, be handsome and cocky. Done. <laughs> what what would you say to a marina racist? Um So you want me to assemble this IKEA furniture for you right here? I <laughs> I, wor I work for TaskRabbit. I say things to marina racists all the time. It's not a big declaration of principles. <laughs> it's, it's just basic customer service. And then I get mad at myself for finding those women attractive. <laughs> why, why do I want that bleached hair? Why? Why are you straightening everyone? Uh, I'm not proud of myself. All right. Jukebox. Somebody call it out. I, I fucking, all right, I went out with Kelly Galt in high school, who was desperately in love with every male teacher over the age of 50. <laughs> For some reason, like, you're like, what? In these pornos where the, the teenage sexy lady hooks up with the creepy old dude, you're like, this lady doesn't exist. That lady does exist, and her name is Kelly Galt. I went out with her for most of a year. Uh, this is my senior year, and uh, there's... I, I I used to be a liar, like just a liar all the time, constant lying. Like if if the lie was one sentence and the truth was two, I would just lie, just because it's easier. Let's just get it get this done. And so sometimes that lie was just not saying anything at all. And Kelly was the kind of person who, when she wanted to break up with somebody, she would just be kind of a dick until they broke up with her. But it's. The unstoppable force met the unmovable wall in this situation. <laughs> that when I get uncomfortable in a relationship, you just shut it down. You don't communicate anything. I'm holding pocket aces, or I've got a two and a seven. Either way, I'm not trying to communicate any information through my face or mouth hole. And <laughs> I, we, we went to a dance when we should have already been broken up and middle-aged uh, middle uh, dudes were in charge of things. And so for the last dance, uh, they, they had Stairway to Heaven as the last slow dance. Because, yeah, because we're, it's 2001 and that's what the kids are all about right now. Uh, so let's do that. And it, I was thinking, I almost broke up with Kelly during that dance, but it was like the weird inverse of like every slow dance I'd had before where I've been like, kiss her, you should kiss her, you fucking pussy. Why aren't you kissing her, you fucking idiot? But it, it was a reverse of why aren't you breaking up with her? And she's buying the stairway to heaven. That's a really long song, you guys. It's like eight minutes long. All right, somebody call something else out. It's, jukebo oh, it's jukebox. I got to do two things. Double vision. Uh, I don't know that I've actually ever experienced double vision. Uh, I've certainly experienced spinning vision. I remember uh, 
we we told ourselves a lot of lies when we first started drinking and smoking marijuana, my sisters and I. Uh, oh, God, I almost said we experimented together. Jesus Christ, after that mom and dad phone sex call. We experimented with drugs, all right? There's no weird issues. Oh, God, now it sounds like I'm convincing myself. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, we used to do dumb things, like we would drink alcohol like crazy, and then our stomachs would get upset. What sells your stomach? Milk. So we would drink milk. We were morons and disgusting people. And I remember the first time thinking like, ah, I'm getting overwhelmed by being drunk. I know, marijuana's always made me feel like fun. I'll combine these things. And then I had to lie down because the world was fucking whipping around me. It's not quite double vision, but okay. I'm worried deep down that I'm actually a racist. I mean, look at me. I kind of look like a racist, right? Like a pretty good-natured Irish racist that you just bring up the wrong thing in front of him and all of a sudden. I know, I used to be obsessed with like, ex like Nazis and shit when I was in high school because I thought that they were like the problem in this country. I didn't get that it was just the shitty boss not hiring people and then firing them for dick reasons. I, so I didn't know, I didn't see the world, so I thought that it was like the Nazis were the evil that we had to confront. And I, I like, I not, you know, the Gerald, I had to make a pizza for Nazis one time. They're everywhere. Once you start seeing, like, their iconography, like, they kind of keep it hidden because they're pussies. But they still want to, like, see each other and be like, we're both Nazi badasses, right? And I kind of started thinking that, like, I feel like I could be a Nazi leader. Like, I feel like I've learned enough... <laughs> That, like, I kind of, like, I've always been, like, kind of a survivor guy, like, the survivor of the TV show. Like, how would I manipulate people if I was going to do that? And I feel like I know the things to say, and that's kind of creepy, and so now I'm worried that deep down I might be a racist. You would win Survivor. <laughs> Thank I you. Agree. So nice. Racist survivor. Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> It said just noises. Thank you, Pam. Or wait, is that it? I don't know why I reached. Okay, yeah. Cool. Uh, explain the ending of Lost in 20 words. <laughs> I am perfectly suited to explain the ending of Lost because I stopped watching that shit in season three. It's lame. <laughs> Handling the hell hat with great aplomb. Lovely, lovely work. Your next comedian, oh my goodness. I can't wait to see what he does out of this horned hat. He has great shows here at Mutiny Radio all the time. Uh, one of them is Hired Killers. You guys are going to appreciate his comedy right now. Put your hands together. It's Ben Lupinetti! <laughs> I'll get there. I'll, I'll get to the. <laughs> Don't rush me, Pam. Oh. Oh, fuck. 
do this and you don't piss, you know. Yeah. Get that up there. Yeah. Fuck. Alright. Uh I I I, I appreciated that uh, the shirt Sid Singh took off actually said the comic strip on it. Yes. That was good. I keep getting envious of the other uh, suggestions from the half that people keep getting. I would have nailed phone sex with my parents. <laughs> Guys, stop fighting so I can talk about you spit roasting me. Just fucking mom's got a strap on just pumping in and out of my ass and uh dad at first i'm blowing him but then he's just face fucking me (laughs) but i digress that was somebody else's i shouldn't you are donald trump's wife (laughs) dad If I look into that shit. Whoa! It said just noises. Uh, hope you like those. Those were some noises I make. Hands are tied. Where is the best dressed dog in SF? Well, I tell you, we've been searching all over. We've been to Knob Hill. We've been to Telegraph Hill. We've been to the marina with the racist dogs. We've been to Inner Sunset, Outer Sunset, then back Inner Sunset, then Outer Sunset again. We've been to the Presidio. We've seen a lot of sexy, glamorous dogs. And tonight, we're going to be counting them down from top 10 to bottom one, starting with Jennifer Lawrence. His dog, Francesco. <laughs> kind of stumbled on the name for the dog there at the end. Dog names are hard. Recite the chorus of Mambo Number Five the best you can. Got a little Monica in my life. I got a little Sarah with some strife. I got a little Penelope over there. I hope she leaves soon cause I need my space. I need a little more time to myself. Cause I'm emotionally unavailable. I'm having sex with Karen again. Even though I'm also having sex with her sister. That's the best thing. Yay! Don't, don't patronize me. Oh, this one says, uh, go get more beer, Ben. Uh, I, uh, well, I, I guess I have to. If you want me. I'm running out of hands here. This is getting tricky. Mm. You guys ever get drunk before work for like 
14 months in a row. <laughs> the Adolf Hitler School of Tolerance and Friendship. So today, class, we're going to discuss whom we tolerate and who are friends. <laughs> You've got to be pretty picky these days. You don't know who's trying to undermine the society we all live in. Minor Liebchens. Here's a good start, white people. Pretty tolerable bunch, I think you'll agree. <laughs> they make good friends. We're not secretly running anything. You know, I feel like everybody dumps on Hitler, but you know... I mean, I guess he was a bad guy. <sighs> How fast can you tell a joke? Um, knock, knock. Who's there? Faster, faster, faster. Uh, uh, Dwayne. Faster, you guys. Come on. Dwayne the bathtub. I'm drowning. Here's why that joke is some fucking bullshit. Jason. Somebody's knocking on your door, but they're drowning in a bathtub. Why are they drowning in a bathtub in front of your door? Are you not as upset about this as I am? <laughs> Staring at me with your blank eyes? Fuck, I don't even know you people. <laughs> Speak through a puppet. Clay, be my puppet. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'll clean that up. Uh, hey, Clay, uh, what did you have for breakfast this, this morning? Oh, wait, I forgot to talk. <laughs> All right, that's not going to work out. <laughs> I forgot how ventriloquists were. Uh, I also, a uh, puppet, ventriloquist, I should have stuck my hand up his ass, then he'd be a puppet. Brimstone preacher. Now hear me, ladies and gentlemen of the audience. If you don't follow a strict set of rules, y'all are gonna go straight to hell. And I mean every single last one of you. Rule number one, there is one and only one way to hang toilet paper. And that is with the paper going over the top like this. Not underways, as you two clearly disagree on. One of you is going straight to hell. You're good because you cleaned up my mess for me as I want for people to do. <laughs> Rule number two. When you are shopping at Whole Foods, keep your 
cart out of the middle of the aisle. That's really obnoxious. I walk fast. I want to get to my fucking quinoa and reductionated, dehydrated corn as fast as possible. That's rule number two. Follow that shit. Rule number three. When I invite you to my birthday party on Facebook, that is not an idle thing. (laughs) Fuck you guys. And then four is don't forget to vote. I couldn't help thinking if I was hosting this show, I'd have the hell hat, but then I'd have the bottom cut out, and you could just like reach through to my, 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 my stuff. But that would, I feel like that would corrupt the integrity of this. Pineapple. Let's talk about some bullshit pointy ass fruit called pineapple. Coming up here like it's trying to be the new watermelon when it's clearly too difficult a fruit to operate for anyone to enjoy with haste, which is how we all like to enjoy fruit, is it not? Guys, I've been Ben Lupinetti. You've been fantastic. Now give it up for Pam Tastic here at Mutiny Radio. He had all kinds of things written on his hand, which meant that he thought he was going to do material tonight that he did not do, which makes me really happy. It's very funny. Uh, hey, the, the, the hat's getting kind of light, so if you want to write some weird shit, uh, go to Colin at the door. Connor, I call him Colin. It's hard. There's O's and just there's an L or an N, whatever. But write shit down and fill them out because we're running out of things in the hat. No way. But true. Uh, your next comedian. Holy fuck. You having fun yet? Here we do. We're going to have fun. I don't even know. I'm having so much fun. I don't even know who's next. Now I do. Our first lady. Yes! Yes! Second, Journey was first. Yes, Journey is a lady. Right, a lady needs vagina. She has one, she moves around. I understand. I get confused because I'm such a feminist that I just don't even look at parts anymore. I'm like, we're all cisgendered now, aren't we? Like, what does that even mean? I don't know. Uh, I have a vagina. She has a vagina. You guys are going to laugh at her jokes. She's going to be pulling from the hat, which is like a weird vagina of jokes. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Tracy Nguyen. Yay! Thanks, Pam. Oh, you're right. I am um, less manlier than Journey. I will take that. Um, Less of a man than her. Um... Yeah, she could probably beat me up. She could probably kick my ass. Um, Okay, first thing. Mickey Mouse teaching sex education to Marvel heroes. Oh my God, what does that even mean? To all you in radio out there, don't mind the silence. (laughs) 
Mickey Mouse doesn't actually say stuff, right? He's just like, fuck, am I like born not in the right century? Fuck, I don't know. Okay, Mickey Mouse. So you guys, um, this is the fallopian tube. Uh, that is the seat of power for many uh, super uh, heroine. Um, that is actually where Mystique gets her power, is that, <laughs> that area. Um, just FYI. Uh, you guys can, you know, fuck as much as you want, but don't have kids together, okay? Don't be cruel. Um, it's unethical to bring up a, a mutant in this world. Um, shit, was that, is this, is this getting too offensive? Okay, all right, I'm gonna stop. I'm so racist. I'm so fucking racist. Okay, this just says, why? <laughs> Who the fuck is writing these, okay? Show yourselves. Um, why? <laughs> oh, why not? Why not? Let's do this. I don't know what your reservations are. Let's just fucking do this. Why? Because you're a man. You're a woman. Let's, um, why? Because um, I said so. That's why. Okay? Why? Uh, we're running out of time. That's why. Shit. God, thank you guy in the corner for laughing so loud. I love your bucket hat. Awkward emojis. Um, what does 100 actually really mean? Like when you text someone 100, are you like 100, I am 100% into whatever you just said? Or is it like you are 100%? Like. I wish they would specify that. And why is 100% good? Like 100% you're going to die? That's not good. Um, what else? Uh, this is uh, turning into a pretty PG show. Um, <laughs> since I don't want to state the obvious, which is um, you know, all the fruits uh, that we have and like sending out fruits when we were feeling a little frisky. Um, mango for life. Mango for life, all right. Did you hear about the flat earth? You know what, I haven't heard about the flat earth. Actually I have on Twitter. Tila Tequila, who is a MySpace star, uh, said something about the earth being flat. And to that I say, what about the other planets then? Why aren't they flat? Right? This is not even science. This is just logic. This is just logic right here. My advice, I mean, advice from someone wearing a crochet beanie. <laughs> All right, 
I'm sorry. I like your beard. My boyfriend has a beard, too. Like, I'm into that. Uh, but I'm not into the crochet beanie. Um, Hey, yo. For realsies? For realsies. I can't do this. I can totally do this. Count the posters. All right, let's, okay. All right. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Is that a poster? Or is that like a plot? Okay. God damn it. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Yay! Was there a, a, a right number, actually? No, I don't no know. one knows. See, how I, <laughs> I didn't even know I was right. Maybe. Best way to die. Oh. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> It's a, I, have a, I have a joke where I say that my last meal um, would be a steak and lobster and just a big pile of heroin. And that is the best way to die. Yay! Okay. <laughs> Yelling, woo! Oh my god, I'm so good at this. place to have sex in public you know what um I've thought about this a little bit <laughs> and um I feel like you need a place that's gonna be dark okay um and you need a place that you know both parties can sneak in and out of easily as to not be noticed by any security guards or restaurant wait staff oh so it's a restaurant bathroom okay <laughs> Um, I really built that up, and then I let out the hint, and then I was like, fuck it, I can't build it up anymore. Yeah, just like have sex in a restaurant bathroom. I mean, they're responsible for your service, okay? You are the customer, and the customer is always right. <laughs> your guilty pleasure. Um, you know how like some men cheat on their wives and like other people like cheat on their taxes? I really like having cheat days where I eat whatever I want and just um, head first into a bowl of ice cream. Like just like, like. Um, God, that's like such a PG fantasy. Okay, um, let, me, let me go back and dig deep. Let me dig deeper for some like really, really dark stuff. Um, it's really hard though. It's really hard. Let me see. Uh, okay, sometimes I weed first and then head deep into a bowl of ice cream. Okay, that's good enough, right? All right, man spreading. 
A lot of you are not manspreading, actually. I think it's because the chairs are a little narrow. Um, I mean, this guy's got his legs crossed, even. A lot of crossed legs in here. I don't know. No one's manspreading. Um, that is where you sit in a seat of some sort. It could be out in public or at, as demonstrated by the two women in the front row. Um, because the gender that is not doing it should demonstrate. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks, everyone. Tracy Nguyen, man spreading, lady spreading. We were spreading all over everything at mutinyradio.fm. We still have a hat full of weird shit, you guys. People are going to do funny things. Bring it up for your next... Oh, he's one of my favorite people in the whole world, uh, and he's super funny, and uh, uh, we're really lucky that he hasn't been abducted by the aliens at this point because the ridiculous things he's saying, like, they're going to pick him up. They're like, you can't keep saying these things without you bringing us back to the motherland or whatever. It's rough. I've been reading books. I just read The Tommyknockers by Stephen King. I know they're real. They're real. You guys don't believe? None of you are awake. Please put your hands together for your raddest next amazing comedian. It's Chris Kanatzer. All right. Let's dive right in. Make more eye contact. I mean, I just got started. (laughs) So I haven't really had a chance to establish myself. (laughs) (laughs) Zanzu. That's good. I feel like we're already closer. Go through this together. Child support. Uh, That's easy for me. I've done the best thing anyone can ever do, which is uh, I've had a vasectomy. So just by that one act that was covered by my workplace's insurance at the time, uh, I have helped support your fucking stupid children. It's just a just a couple extra ducats in the tax pool for your dumbass kid to get a free lunch because you'll probably fucking neglect it. <laughs> there's not a there's no deficit of children in this world. There is a deficit of love. You should go buy you a couple kids down in Guatemala. Yeah. You don't have to pop one out. Savages your body. I don't know if you ladies know it. Savage as your body. <laughs> uh, I don't like this one. This one is keep one arm up. <laughs> so, you know, just by show you by show of hands, you don't have to applaud. Show of hands, who's really attracted to me right now? <laughs> two of us. All right, two of us. Two of us. Three. Hey, four, five. 
five. All right. Nice. Now you all know what it's like for me to go in like a 7-Eleven. <laughs> Tell a joke about getting a disease. Uh, this is, I'm not sure if this is a joke. This is actually, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I can't find out whether or not it's a joke without going to the doctor. So <laughs> there's not going to be, a, there won't be a punchline yet because it is as yet undiagnosed and therefore possibly not real. But let me just ask you, because uh, I feel like there's some weed smokers in the room. There's some cigarette smokers in the room. Uh, at any time, like in the past or recently, have you ever just had this thing where every time you cough because you're smoking too much, you cough and you just get a huge stabbing pain in your left brain? Ooh, yes. Anyone? Yeah. Is it anyone? Yeah? yeah? I really want just to have this in common with people. <laughs> You know what I mean? I just want to find a few folks that are like, yeah, yeah, that happens from time to time. So I don't have, because step, that's step one. Step two is WebMD, and I don't want to go there. <laughs> so we'll find out. I haven't been having any, like, vision or dizziness problems. I figure if it was a massive brain tumor, you know, that's the first thing you suspect. How do you like your eggs? Uh, <laughs> unfertilized. Am I right? Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, over medium. <laughs> Talk about my pussy? What? Oh, my place of work. Yeah, you know, if uh, we serve eggs where I work, because I'm, I'm a waiter. You probably would have taken you 30 seconds to guess that if you'd really tried. Sure, it's called New Village Cafe. It's on Polk Street. If you're a stand-up comic, get 20% discount and free beverages. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have theme brunches this weekend, Game of Thrones. We have Max and Nikki Weinbach play music. We have comedy shows, first and third Thursdays. We have art shows. We have Portuguese dinners, blah, blah, blah. It's fucking Friday night, man. I don't have to go back till Monday. Fuck that place. <laughs> All right, uh, so this is awkward. Uh, if anybody really knows who I really am, uh, this says pick somebody to fight. <laughs> no, you're, you're too eager. You probably have a knife. What are you looking at, bitch? No, I'm, just, I'm sorry. It's just, it's only a joke. So I guess by default now I'm fighting him. <laughs> All right, let's go, fella. <laughs> All right. It didn't say we had to fight. I just had to pick you. Oh, tell your worst joke. Oh, that's interesting. All right, I'll tell my, this is my worst joke. It's... Never gotten a laugh at a show, uh, but twice, and I've told it, honestly, at a show like 20 times, a couple years ago. I don't tell it anymore. Uh, but twice, a dude each time said, I get it. Uh, <laughs> so here it is. 
I, you know, I like to talk about uh, what I look like when I'm naked. And, you know, so what I tell people is when I'm naked, I look like a snowman rolled across a busy barbershop floor. And then I ask about Star Wars, and they're like, oh, yeah. And then I'm like, I look like a Wookiee fucked a hut. And they're like, okay, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and this is my worst joke. It's how I close out that little bit is uh, a Star Trek. Who likes Star Trek? Anyone? The original series, Star Trek? Yeah, sure. See, we're already off to a bad start. Sure. When I'm naked, I look like there was a transporter mishap with a bag full of triples and someone put Rogaine in the quadro triticale. <laughs> it is. If you've recently seen that episode of Star Trek, that joke is fucking punching your funny bone. Just like, gah, gah, gah. Two dudes, two dudes ever, out of like a total of maybe a thousand people who've heard that joke live in a showcase situation. Two dudes ever. I get it. <laughs> they didn't even laugh. They were just surprised as I was that somebody would say that out loud. I get it. Mixtapes or mixed CDs? It's obviously mixtapes. I'm 43 years old. Man, you know how fucking hard it was when you had that one song you really wanted to give her or him, whatever. It was the 80s when I was doing it. It was just her. Uh, you'd make the mixtape in the heart. You had that one song. You couldn't buy it. It wasn't out. They only had it on the radio, so you had to have a stereo that had a cassette recorder and the radio, and you had to wait for him to play it, and you would call and request it, and you'd be like, here we go, here we go, and then the, the fucking DJ would talk over the top of it for 30 seconds, and you just have to wait a whole another night, and then you just be back like, I love Catherine so much, and then you just, come on, the tape's perfectly, and then you... <clears throat> And you get in there, it'd still be like a little weird bump in the tape, but it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. And then, you know, you were 16, like me, overweight, and uh, you never gave Catherine the tape. You just sat by the river and you burned it with your lighter. <laughs> and you threw it in the river and you hoped a fish choked to death on it. <laughs> so, mixtapes. <coughs> Oh, do material and sexy baby voice. You're gonna have to give me a second. All right. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you like. You like anything you see? <laughs> I don't know. How does a baby talk? I don't know, I've spent so much of my life tuning those little fuckers out. All right. I mean, whoever wrote that card, I know that was a letdown for you. I'm sorry. Mom's spaghetti. Uh, well, I don't have a joke, but you know, my mom, she always made spaghetti in a crock pot, so it would cook all day for like 12 hours. You just smell that spaghetti sauce going all day. And, uh, and, I mean, I, like I said, I don't have a joke. It, was, it just, you smell it all day and you couldn't wait. And then like an hour before dinner, you smell the garlic bread in the oven and then the pasta lasts and then boom, sit down and, you know, try not to look your mom and dad in the eyes too much. Every, everybody, it's weirdly intimate because there's weird slurping night, you know, slurping in the silences, you know, when it's like, when you're doing like round steak and mashed potatoes, it's just like dead quiet. Like somebody's just hoping the phone will ring, but 
When it's spaghetti night, it's just a lot of <laughs> So that's mom's spaghetti. And uh, Ed's mom's spaghetti is real good. She uh, puts a lot of fresh mushrooms in there. <laughs> Disappointing baby. <laughs> Again, that's so redundant. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really, if you just a baby, that's all they have is being a baby. If you take away being just a fucking baby, they're all disappointments on paper. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No financial assets. <laughs> they're leaning into yours. They're bald. Don't have any teeth. They shit themselves. All babies are disappointments. If you could just look at them without the chemicals. <laughs> oh, do a bit in another comic's style. Wow. <laughs> How? What? What? Yeah. Who? What comic? What? <laughs> oh, <sighs> fuck. Oh. Well, no, the comic. Oh, fuck, man. If you're doing a joke in a comic, another comic style, is it like his style? You know, like. Oh. <laughs> no, I can't do Tony. I've never been able to channel him properly. His enthusiasm, like, my enthusiasm ends here, and his, like, bottoms out right above it. Charles Kelly. I've never, oh, Charles Kelly. <laughs> yeah, down in your gullet. That, all right, I'll do, I'll do my, I've never tried this, but this will be weird. I'm going to do my, uh, the first joke I ever wrote, and I still occasionally do it. It's a joke about being from Texas in the style of the great Charles Hoffa Kelly. <laughs> I'm from Texas! <laughs> That's right, from Texas. The ladies in Texas that can't get abortions. It's terrible. Tell our bitches what to do in Texas. And we're keeping the baby. We are keeping the baby. But I got a I got a solution for the problem. All we got to do in Texas is rename abortions. We're going to call them fun size executions. Oh! Oh! You don't have to keep the baby. We're taking We're taking capital punishment lowercase y'all. You don't have to keep the baby. All right, that's <laughs> all right. I hope. <laughs> Charles Hoffa Kelly, the greatest comic in the Bay Area right now, for my money. Uh, guess what? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, pretty much, uh, where are my Bernie Sanders uh, supporters at? Bernie? Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Fuck you. 
That should be that should be your political campaign slogan for the rest of the season. Guess what? Fuck you. Worst sex I've had. This is a easy story. It's so bad. It's like so much worse than all the others. I was dating. I was dating a, a woman named Sarah Hoagland. That's her actual full name. But she's she's a, she's got a family in Denver now. She's not listening. She's definitely definitely not listening. Uh, like she's the kind of person now who's so private. She doesn't even have a real picture as her Facebook photo. It's just a weird silhouette still. Um, but at the time we were in a long distance relationship. That's there's a whole backstory that's like 12 years. It's just too long. But I'm cutting out the backstory. We had a, a long distance relationship for one year, and at the end, as it was just crumbling apart, we met in North Carolina because she was going to school there, and we had some good friends there, and we stayed at their house. And I, I was in Texas, and I went up there to see her. And it was the last time we were going to be able to sleep together, you know, for a few weeks till we saw each other again. And uh, it was kind of a weird, uh, a weird vibe. She was uh, heavy flow. And uh, we we're just like, you know, we're going to power through and we'll just grab a towel. We grabbed a white towel because we weren't thinking. And uh, and it was just it was odd. You know, there was something. And so I lasted eight seconds tops. And I just got on top of her, and she was like, ow, ow. And I was like, whoa, I'm stopping. But I was also coming at the same time. And as I said, as I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? I drooled right in her face. <laughs> and all that happened at the same time, it was like, are you okay? Drool, come, ow. And then we broke up. We never had sex again. That was the last time we ever had sex. <laughs> and now she lives in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably shouldn't have used her actual name. <laughs> uh, tap dance. I'm not tap dancing for no baby. <laughs> no, I can't tap dance. It's racist. If I, if I. <laughs> Passive aggressive. What does that say? Passive aggressive neighbors. Uh, well, the, the, you're in the land of passive-aggressive neighbors right now because you've witnessed this. The people right next door pissed off somebody in the neighborhood, like somebody right around the corner. So that person took the time, had to take days and days of collection, took the time to build up a collection of feces. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if it was mixed dog and human or just dog or what the, all dog. Saved it up till it was like a big, big, like weird science fucking Jurassic Park, like giant big poop pile and put it in front of their door so that when the, the first person out in the morning had to scrape the mountain of poo across the sidewalk, there was no way out. But Pam rescued them by cleaning it up before they uh, before the trap went off. <laughs> oh, man, that's some passive aggressive neighbor shit. Right there. I live on Treasure Island. I, there's no passive aggression there because my neighbors are just squatters. So we don't, we don't fucking, they got like power cables running into the fucking window up top. We don't fucking look each other in the eye. We just, what's up, so, hey, what's up, so, that's it. Am I, is that it? One more? Okay. Good Lord. This has gone on way too long. Pleasant farts. Uh, salute. Uh, pleasant farts, pretty much just your own farts, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. 
Like almost what like it's like ninety nine to a hundred percent of the farts you've enjoyed over over your personal history of smelling fucking farts were yours. Every every time you smelled somebody else's, you're just like, hey, fucking cocksucker. All right. Well, thanks so much. This has been a great time on Hell Hat. Christopher Knatzer killing it on the Hell Hat. We have one last comedian for you guys, and we couldn't have saved the best for that. I mean, my goodness, we already talked on the hell about how he is the best comedian ever in the history of ever. And uh, he's going to do his own, pull it out of the hat, put your meat paws together, slap them wildly for Clay Newman. Keep it going for Drunk Pam, the heart and soul of Mutiny Radio. Pam is the brain of Mutiny Radio, but Drunk Pam is the soul of Mutiny Radio. Uh, and Philip. Well, Philip, it's Friday the 13th. I don't need, we don't need to conjure Philip right now. Uh, Chris, why was your impression of a baby Elmer Fudd? I don't understand that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, this one didn't say make noises. I think it just had a stroke. Uh, it's, it's weird. All right, I'm okay. Uh, this one says call an ex and tell them you're in heart. No. I'm not gonna, Chris doesn't have to dance. I'm not calling anybody for you guys. It's not happening. Pretend you're having a seizure. Oh, I just did that. Um, <laughs> pretend I'm having a seizure. Uh, one of the, <laughs> I'm going to see if I can remember one of the first things I ever did uh, stand up. I did stand up for the first time when I was 16 for a talent show in high school. And it went so bad, I didn't do it again for like 10 years. Uh, it was a really upsetting experience. And I told this story about my uh, my dog who got so excited that this is basically what happened. He would lay under this table and the table was pretty low and he would lay under the table and every time somebody would open the front gate, he'd jump up and smack his head on the table. He'd hit his head really hard. And one time, he got so excited that he jumped up and he hit his head on the table and he gave himself a seizure. Uh, but, But my dog's not a fucking quitter. My dog's still needed to bark at whoever was entering to the front. So without use of his back legs, my dog... That's anger. That's anger like I'll never know as a human. He was so angry at whoever was coming to the door. He wasn't even concerned. He was throwing up. He's like, doesn't fucking matter. I'm going to get him. <laughs> and then my dad's like, ah, he'll get over it. Fets are expensive. <laughs> I took two. Oh, no. Got my choice here. Night of the Living Dead. Have you guys been watching Fear the Walking Dead? Anybody? Uh, The show that answers the question, what if the Walking Dead was a little worse? (laughs) 
Fear the Walking Dead, if Walking Dead is like having a cigarette, Fear the Walking Dead is the fucking nicotine patch. It's just, it comes on immediately after Walking Dead season ends, because that's the only reason you'd watch this thing. And I'm upset, because they stole my idea to get in a boat. Because zombies don't swim, you guys. Zombies don't swim. Maybe they float, but they'll get picked off by sharks eventually. Just saying, get down to the Channel Islands. Live off a of sweet sea lion meat. Oh, well, this one's blank. That's no good. Thank you. Convince us in scientific terms why the world is not flat. I, th I learned in critical thinking, and by that I mean the movie Thank You for Smoking, uh, that it's not about being right, it's about proving the other person wrong. Have any of you seen the world be round? You've been to space? No, I've been in an airplane flat the whole time. That's pretty goddamn high to space. That's close. Like. I don't understand why the paranoia stops at we faked the moon landing. Is there any proof we made it to space? I think we shot up empty rockets and big F-18s just caught them. I don't know how it works, you guys. I'm just saying, you can't prove me wrong. I, don't <laughs> I feel like that whole thing that I don't know exactly who started that it had to have been Ted, Ted Nugent right like Ted Nugent had to start the world is flat thing I really am upset by the fact that I can't enjoy cat scratch fever anymore that's a pretty <laughs> <laughs> asparagus piss asparagus piss uh, asparagus piss is your body's way of saying maybe milkshakes aren't always bad They're not the worst things in the world. Got asparagus piss. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I live in a house full of very cheap people, and um, they live by the, if it's, if it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, fucking let the bathroom smell terrible for a week. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're in America, god damn it. There are still golf courses. We can flush a toilet every once in a while. Until people stop golfing in Palm Springs, I'm going to flush my goddamn toilet whenever I please. I'm going to blow my nose, throw it in the toilet, the trash can's right there. I'm going to flush it. Not wearing pants. Oh, man. It's such a weird, grammatically, you made this so strange. Not wearing pants. <laughs> I enjoy it. I'm a shorts guy myself. Uh, I've got I've got weird vanity moments. Like I, I'll never put lotion on my face, but I will put lotion on my legs if it's shorts time. Like I will. Nobody likes scaly legs. Come on. They're very white. I've never actually, it's, it, San Francisco sucks. I've been here for 10 years, and for 10 years, it's never been sunny long enough for a tan. I can't get a base. Do you understand? It's just white to red, white to red every single time. Just fucking white and red. My legs look like an Eastern European flag every time I wear shorts. 
Popeye. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, Popeye was a nickname that I had for a little bit in uh, in middle school. Uh, yeah. Well, it's here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if anybody was a little chubby boy growing up, uh, but sometimes when you're a little chubby boy, your nipples are innies. You get chubby little man boobs and you have any nipples. I had one any nipple. Uh, I think like like just my right arm just got enough work that I started to form a peck before my left arm. So for a good like half of a year in middle school PE where we have to get naked in front of each other when half of us have a big dick and the other half's like, come on, pubes, come on. <laughs> you see, there's three of them on one side. I got to be in there shirtless in front of all my peers with one erect nipple. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. <laughs> no cussing. Uh, I have been doing comedy for a little over four years at this point. I've gotten up on the punchline six times. I've filmed four of them every single time. I'm like, I'm going to make a clean set. I'm going to finally have something I could show to bookers. I could show all these tech people, hey, I can come perform for you guys. I've never gotten past three minutes before say, without saying fuck, ever, ever, once, for no reason. It's really bad. It, there's no reason whatsoever. It's, uh, I, have you got like, do you ever feel like confident about yourself as a comic? Actually think about what you can say from your set on Conan and the confidence will go away immediately. I got two and a half minutes of Conan material, maybe, maybe. Ever been in love? Sure. Love's a fun thing. Uh, I've <laughs> ever been in love. That's such a, you guys have so low expectations for us comedians. It's not like, tell one of your many love stories. Uh, <laughs> uh, Try to, like, I think the, uh, like, I, I am one of those people, like, I know it's not, like, real love, but I do, like, I fall in love very quickly with people. Like, I see somebody, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can see exactly what our future would be like. I'm just, without talking to them, just somebody on the bus. I'll just see somebody on the bus, and I'll just picture what they're like. I'll try to, like, make a person in their head, and it's, it's, I want to say it's never accurate. I'll, I, I don't ever find out, because before I'm ever able to talk to her, I've just been staring at her for minutes, picturing these things in my head. Uh, so she just sees, before I ever come out to her, she just sees this, just. <laughs> like, because there are ups and downs in my head. It's not a perfect relationship. So she's like, I'm a little worried, but we get back together in the end. Uh, and I know it's never going to work because I've like had a lot of friends who are in important relationships. My friends are getting married these days. And when you ask them how they meet, you've never heard this story. Well, I was sitting on the bus. And this guy just would, he would not stop staring at me. It was a, he looked I couldn't tell, like, confused or happy. It was one or the other. He was upset, I think. I don't know. He just, like, he was just staring at me and... 
when it was my stop, I got off to leave and he just awkwardly blurted out, I liked your socks. <laughs> and that's when I knew I was the, that was the man I was going to marry. That's when I knew. All right, let's keep this hat train rolling. Say more good things about Clay Newman. Um, <laughs> that was a that was a callback from earlier. Uh, <laughs> a kid more just concerned towards the comic community. Are you okay? <laughs> this is a question I don't like to stew on for too long. Uh, You ever, you ever lay in bed and you're like, am I okay? <sighs> All right, go quick. Picture what it would be like if you were a Jedi. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have one green lightsaber and one blue lightsaber. Yeah. I wanted an orange lightsaber, but people don't understand. Those aren't evil. <laughs> Make more eye contacts. <laughs> this is nice. Hi. I... Uh, I, I, yeah, that's true. I'm just staring at this wall. I've actually found my I found my own reflection. I found my own reflection there. It's fine. That still counts. <laughs> that's that's one of those tells for me when I've had too much to smoke. When I start regulating eye contact, when like when eye contact goes from automatic to manual, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Tricks of water, man. <laughs> Am I wearing clean underwear? <laughs> uh, before I answer that question, uh, I'm going to ask another question. Have you guys seen that Wendy's commercial? for the daringly spicy chicken sandwich with the ghost pepper fries. The commercial's like, hey, you're not a pussy, are you? Because people have been talking. And you might be too much of a pussy for this fucking sandwich. Well, guess what, you guys? I found out that I could handle that sandwich. Not so much on the way out. Uh, it, like, all the way in, fucking satisfying. My, I, I have been growing a very acute, um, t not tolerance, but just ability to eat spicy food. Like my tongue, it's growing, it's strong. My tongue is building muscle. But I'm like one of those marina bros that only works out the top half of his body because <laughs> while my tongue and throat are strong, my stomach and pals are weak. <laughs> it's the world's saddest relay team. The first one comes up all strong and then the second one just shits its pants immediately. 
So to answer your question, no. <laughs> Not clean underwear. You guys, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for hanging out to the end. We have one last comedian for you guys on the hell hat. Uh, I almost pooped my own pants, but thank God I have a colostomy bag and yeah. I've been hanging out for a while. We're cool, but we have a bunch more fluffy things in the hat. So we have one more comedian that's going to rock it out for you. Put your hands together for the improv genius. We don't know who he's going to be right now, but he comes from the universe of Thomas Bridgman. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very, very much. Oh my God. Oh, I'm also really fucking blind. Do um, Do you mind just reading that and whisper it to me? that can comedy with a single joke. This is a weird one. Do I know someone that can comedy with a single joke? I believe I don't. (laughs) That's a judgment on all of you. Well, those of you who perform. Um, No, I do believe that a person can can comedy. They can comedy deep and hard with a single joke. it's just whether or not the audience is smart enough to realize what they're getting. Sometimes an audience doesn't do that. Okay. Thanks, Obama! This has become uh, a uh, very hot phrase for the ironically liberal (laughs) crowd. Uh, I don't know how many asshole conservatives really actually say this. I think they don't like the O word. I don't think they even like this. I mean, maybe they do. I I just, I tune them out so well that, um, yeah, I don't think I notice it much. Um, But uh, I, I think... Uh, if somebody could pull off comedying with a one line and it was just thanks Obama, it would have to involve like some weird like move or something and I'd be into it. But does the move become a second line? Is that a second line? I Honestly, I don't know. Give me some. I love this system because I don't have to write nothing because also I don't know how to write. Uh, oh, man, this is the same handwriting. Okay. Wh- what is the meaning of life? God, that's a fucking super cliche question. No, just kidding. Uh, no. Uh, um, th- I, life has no meaning. Uh, I, I'm sorry to break it to you guys. It has, no, it has absolutely no meaning other than... Um, Making it through. I'll tell you right now, and this is this is this is true. This is not a joke, but it's also not meant to make you sad. I am hungry for bullets. Like I literally, like this is what I imagine Courtney Love was saying to Kurt, like near the end. She's like, "Kurt, honey, are you hungry?" And he was like, mm, "I don't know, maybe." And she's like, "Are you hungry for bullets?" Because I've been planning something, and I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull it off. And then I'm going to be like, when I went to school, Olympia, and it's like that song you wrote. (laughs) 
Okay, this is Red Bull, but I want to talk about Red Bull. Okay, who here knows what Red Bull is? Nobody does. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're very lucky because my name is Tony Energy Drinks, and I'm here to talk to you about a very exciting product. Do you ever, is there anybody who can play some music while I do this? Do you ever get thirsty? Yeah. Of course you do. Do you ever get tired? Sure. Guess what? There's a solution to both of those problems, and it's called Energy Drinks. All you gotta do is order my four audio cassette tape system, and you will learn how to find, purchase, and consume energy drinks. I'm Tony Energy Drinks, and this has been the Energy Drinks infomercial. Now this one is very close to my heart. It says, be a televangelist. Now I, I, I just wanna, I wanna take that phrase apart for a second, okay? Be, bees, what do they do? They suck on flowers and they poop out nectar and we turn it into honey using a system of religion. Without religion, you got no honey. There's no sweetness in life unless you can take the word of God. Almighty God! And make some sweet out of some filthy goddamn flower. The flower is the genital of the plant world. We all know that the genitals is a source of all pain, suffering, and sin. It's right. My name is Tony. Shave your genitals off. I'm a televangelist, and now I'm introducing a system of shaving your genitals off. <laughs> no, no, no. That, was, that was really. There's a lot of mutilation in that one. That's not my. That's my That's not my predilection. <laughs> Magic Mike, do a sexy dance. I haven't even gotten started. <laughs> Can I get a beat or do I have to beatbox myself? Okay, thank you very much. of my favorite thing. You know why? Because dancing, I'm uh, recently uh, single, by choice, didn't get dumped, dudes. And I didn't dump somebody. It was a mutual split based on our mutual need to be doing comedy more often than we were laying in a bed nude watching Netflix. <laughs> no, really. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. Fuck, Mary kill. So this is, okay, it's a little bit tricky for me to go freeform on because somebody on Facebook did a really good joke. Maybe it was on Twitter. Who the fuck was it? Does anybody know? That it, huh? Holmgren, yeah. He wrote a really funny Facebook post that was like, I met this girl named Mary Kill, um, so now I guess I have to fuck her. I just did someone else's joke for you. That was really good. If you hadn't seen it, you needed to. I'm just... Okay. 
This is blank. This is blank. Um, so I guess I get to... This is like a wild card. I've always considered myself a bit of a wild card, mainly because I'm really in that movie Wild Things. <laughs> and also, uh, I love cards magic, you know, up close. This kind, like, where it's like, which card? Well, it's only one, and it's my business card, because I do business lunches, comedy. Magic, comedy magic. Delaware, okay, fucking A. Finally, somebody fucking brings Delaware onto the stage. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the only time I've ever been in Delaware was when I was a uh, six-month-old baby. My parents were driving through Delaware at the exact time that the Three Mile Island disaster happened. Yeah, nuclear meltdown, or uh, whatever, fucking nuclear power plant. Huh? I was just gonna say! Doesn't explain everything, because this thing is just, I mean, I've had like six kids. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, no, but I am massively fucked up in ways that I don't really understand. Well, I mean, schizophrenia runs in my family. Delaware Punch is a drink that I used to love. Uh, you guys have probably, who here has ever heard or tasted Delaware Punch? Raise one finger, Never. but like at your waist, so it looks like a dick. <laughs> Nobody? All right. Um, Delaware Punch tastes like, you guys know what Dimatap is? Yeah. She knows. It's a grapey-esque cough syrup. You know what? It's the one cough syrup that doesn't really taste like cough syrup, because guess what? They invented a new thing that's horrible to put in your mouth hole. Uh, that's Dimatap. Delaware Punch is the slightly sparkly, theta version of that. It's Hawaiian Punch, but grapey. Um, and you're pretty sure you're going to trip harder than you ever <laughs> did before and get hives because it's a lot like a RoboCoke. Oh, I think I saw a plant. Oh, it's a blank. Oh, I thought you wanted me to do a blank. Okay, two left. Can I do them both at the same time? Absolutely. I'm going to do them both at the same time. All right, we've got... Favorite sex position. Ooh, I like that. And cheeseburger salad. Uh, <laughs> it just so happens cheeseburger salad is my favorite sex position. Allow me to explain, ladies and gentlemen. The man, uh, he needs to be a double uh, amputee from the knees down at least. He removes his lower legs. Uh, he f he makes a sort of sex canoe out of them. Uh, he, he sits on the shit. Well, sits. I don't know. Um, he perch. Thank you. What's your name? Amy. Amy. Tom. Very nice to meet you. Let's talk later. Uh, he perches his nu his knobby legs on the shins. One, it's like a yin yang. One of the feet is there, one of the feet's there, right? <laughs> it's a this kind of, it's walk like an Egyptian, but MC Escher, okay? <laughs> we t <laughs> now we start with the other partner. I'm not, I, I identified the gender of the first, and that was my bad because we do not live in a 
world I understand. Apparently, I don't, I don't get it. Also this, the, how do they do that, you know? And my mom's a lesbian, so I mean, very confused since a very young age. It just, is it, how, I, there's no baby. Um, the cheeseburger salad is a very subtle sex act. And that's why it's my favorite. Um, it's strippy, it's slippy. <laughs> oh, the rhyme I was gonna do is gonna really lower my standards uh, in your eyes. So I'm not gonna continue. You know what it is, the cheeseburger salad, I mean, just think about what a cheeseburger is. It doesn't make sense. It's a non sequitur, right? So you got those two, those two stumpy legs, and they could be cheap, or they could be those Pistorius, the South African Olympic runner who killed his wife with a, a gun. But he probably could have used his weird sword legs. <laughs> oh, I didn't do that. I guess I would have identified that he definitely did it. Like, he got a trial, and it lasted a while, you know? Um, no, the cheeseburger salad is like, okay, it's a salad, so it's healthy, right? But it's made out of tiny cheeseburgers, tossing mayonnaise, and really nothing else. There's paprika on top. You and me, I know one, pla I know one place in the neighborhood. One place. It's, it's a tent. It's a tent on a sidewalk just down here. It's not a good tent, too. I mean, it looks like a werewolf got to it. Like, it's shredded. <laughs> but inside, there's a dude. De depending on what day you're there, it'll tell you a different name. Sometimes it's just... That's his name. He'll make you a cheeseburger salad that will make you go in front from delicious. Um, fuck, I'm, really, I'm, I'm just stalling because I, I actually put in cheeseburger salad. It's a silly combination of words. I wanted to see what Clay could do with that. He didn't pull the card. So then I wind up with favorite sex position and cheeseburger salad. Okay, you want me to be honest? Fucking 69. I fucking love going down on women. And I love getting my fucking dick sucked. And I love, I love seeing, oh, man, I don't need to be that graphic. Um, also, I'm really good at both of those. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 no. Uh, sex positions are all good. Hey, you know what? I really appreciate you putting me up, darling. Ladies and gentlemen. Miss Pam Benjamin to close it out. Miss Benjamin, ending out the Hell Hat Night. If you guys are here, you look up at the uh, at the stage and you see all of the aftermath that's here on stage from the beautiful and wonderful things that we all came up with together. Yay! Um, thank you so much for being here. Turn around and give your thanks and claps to David Zunzu running the ones and twos. Thank you so much for doing that. Please stay because at 10 o'clock we're going to be making uh, promos for the next hour for this station and we want to use all your voices. So, yay, I get to smoke cigarettes. Thank you so much for being here on Patatsis Comedy Clubhouse.
Comfort Food Relief Insomnia, Anxiety, Stress, Chronic Brain, Depression, Nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Yeah, you. You look like the kind of person who has a sense of humor. Oh, is the radio talking to me? No, I'm on an internet podcast. I'm talking to an internet podcast? Don't be silly. It's a one-way form of communication. But I don't want you to miss out on the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016 from March 2nd through 6th. And you don't have to. You can buy tickets now on universe.com with 24 national and international visiting comedians and 20 local hosts. You won't want to miss a thing. What if I can't be at every show? Don't worry. All shows will be available for free download at mutinyradio.fm until the internet falls apart. Oh, podcast got it can't wait to listen to all these great comedy shows and everything else that's cool and muniradio.fm before the internet falls apart. You too won't want to miss a bit of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival from March 2nd through 6th, 2016. Buy tickets now. Brought to you by Subliminal SF, PBR, The Eagle SF, Brainwash Cafe, Asiento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. Have you heard of Subliminal SF? Visual and auditory mind control. Graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions. Go! www.subliminalsf.com 
for the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen, graphic design for every need, and live music promotion at some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control. Go to subliminalsf.com now. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply